happy happy hour, guys, from New York City. It is 5 p.m. again, time for Founders at 5, a podcast about topics that don't make it to the happy hour. My name is Anna. I'm Lena, and welcome to our happy hour. Cheers. Cheers. And yet again, we are enjoying a lovely bottle of mm, Prosecco. Thank you, Lena, for sponsoring this. <laughs> <laughs> my pleasure, my pleasure. <laughs> it is a pleasure indeed. How's your wig been? What's new? Well, thanks for asking, Anna. It's been a good week. A lot of things going on. We have been planning the podcast. We have also a lot of things at work. I went to see the new Marilyn movie. Oh, you've seen it? Yeah. With Anna de Armas? Yes. I love her. She was amazing. Oh my God. Sometimes I She's look, my girl crush. I looked at the screen. I was like, am I looking at her or Marilyn? Yeah. Amazing. I need to go see it. Go and see it. It's on Netflix already. Oh, oh yes. amazing. Well, that's awesome. How was your week? Well, I have actually, oh, busy, busy week. I actually, I have promised and sworn that like, I am not going to say busy anymore ever because that's like a default for everybody. Nothing new. I also once read this thing about being busy, that it's bad time management. <laughs> I mean, listen, guilty as charged. Okay. Probably <laughs> that too. No, I'm so. not saying that you are, but <laughs> after I read this quote, I was like, mm, okay, well, maybe I can improve my time management. <laughs> okay. Let me say. It's been an exciting week. Intense, exciting, hectic. Yeah, no, it's been great. And I've actually been planning. Okay, let's just say there are some really exciting things on the horizon that involve me traveling. So I've been planning for that. Okay, I'm just going to say it. I am going to go and work remotely from Europe for a couple of months. And I'm going to be staying with my family. My parents actually live in Spain and I get to go see them. I haven't seen them in over a year. So that's going to be so good. And I love it. And honestly, I mean, one of the reasons... I mean, it's amazing to go in October to, you know, enjoy the weather, work remotely, see my family, save on rent. I mean, New York is insanely expensive. I'm not going to lie. Like as a startup founder, you kind of have to take these things into account. And I love adventure, right? I've always been someone who's like, it's been very easy for me to just like pick up my bags and go and move around. And I don't really have a concept of like settling down and having a home permanent and whatever. And I love the fact that my family is so supportive of that, right? Like when I called my mom and I was like, hey, I'm going to come in like a couple of weeks. How's that? And they were like, oh, that's so amazing. And just in general, having that whole support from your family, understanding what I'm doing and that I'm hustling and then things change and whatnot and always being super just open to be there and be supportive. I mean, there are a lot of parents that would say, hey, you know what? Why don't you just get a job and a salary why don't you just like get your life together get a family whatever get a dog and my parents have just always been very very supportive and understanding of what I'm trying to do and that I have my own path and I love what I'm doing and I'm someone who enjoys the uncertainty not because I have to but because I really love it it fuels me like I don't know what I'm gonna do in three months and that feels exciting or where I'm gonna be rather I know what I'm gonna do but where I'm gonna be and I think that's super, you know, important, at least for me, it's been super important to have that because it's not a given these days. I'm in my mid-30s. Like, it's not a given that somebody would understand that you're trying to start something in your mid-30s. Yes, and especially I feel like there's a lot of how society idolizes youth oh. with all these, like, the youth culture and, and everything about youth. And it's in the business world with all these Forbes 30 under 30 and 40 under 40. And then I feel like there's 
every other day you see an article about you know this a tech startup billionaire at 21 with this genius idea or like this super cool filmmaker who is 22 and making it and conquering the world and yeah sometimes i feel pressured about this youth culture i'm also 30 plus yeah i don't think that media really talks about cool stories or people or success stories when you have reached a certain age or if they do it's always like wow somebody was as against all odds right oh my god you were 35 (laughs) and you started a business like what the fuck we're young who says that you're supposed to start something when you're 22 like you can do it later and not taking anything away from people that do that sooner but i mean Since when is 30s old? Yes, and I feel like that's amazing if you achieve all these things when you are in your early 20s or even like late in your 20s in general. But then as someone who now didn't achieve those things in my 20s, I still read all these articles and I Mm. see these things and some of these things I read, there are things I want to do and I want to achieve. And it feels like, well, did I already pass my <laughs> expiration date? Best before. <laughs> yeah. But then I really thought about this lately and I have really come to the conclusion after thinking about this hard. I would not have been ready in my 20s. I really feel like I lived in my 20s. I studied, I learned, I lived, I partied. Got all the, I partied. Yes, that's too. And that's in the experience bucket. <laughs> like I have all these experiences and done things. I've also traveled, lived in different places. I also love languages. So studied and learned languages. And now I feel like in my 20s, I lived and I collected a lot of things like knowledge, learnings, experiences, memories, feelings, emotions, everything. And now I'm ready to make something of it. Yeah. Now I'm ready to put it on paper. I've been writing a lot lately. I am, I guess, using my learnings in my daily life to at some, like, in some capacity. So I feel like I would not have been ready. Had I done something super cool at 21, that would have been it. It would have been a one-hit wonder <laughs> or one-thing <laughs> wonder. I'm so glad you didn't become a one-hit one, wonder. One-thing one wonder. That's because even I worse than not doing anything is <laughs> just doing it once. I think for me, it's the same, but also I wanted different things in my 20s. It's not that I wasn't even like ready or whatever. I just like didn't want them. I I wanted to be the CMO of Nike, right? I wanted to be a whole bunch of things. I didn't want to be a startup founder in New York City. And it wasn't really on my map. Before I came to New York, I lived in Singapore for almost a decade. And I started in like a corporate career, then kind of switched over to doing this big tech startup event and then really realizing that, I wanted to become a startup founder. And while I was doing that, I had a really comfortable life. I had a very financially secure because of a partner I was with. I had an amazing opportunity to travel in Southeast Asia and stay in nice, luxurious resorts and go to five-star dinners and go to rooftop bars and drink champagne, whatever. It was a really, really nice life. And had I chosen to kind of follow that, I would have been set for life. And When I was 33, I met my co-founder because I wanted to start a a startup, never thought about leaving Singapore, never thought about anything. And as we were building and realizing that there wasn't really a market for what we were building in Southeast Asia, that we were going to have to move. I was going to have to do that fast and realizing maybe that my life wasn't exactly what I wanted it to be. 
I had to make decisions. I mean, I could have said, oh, you know what, I'm going to start doing this from Singapore or whatever, and then see how things go. But I chose to pack my bags and leave two weeks after we got a first very small check from a VC. Two weeks after that, I was on a plane with my co-founder to come to New York and I've never looked back. I left everything behind, all that life, all those luxuries and financial stability and my partner and everything. And I started from scratch, not knowing anybody, not having any money and not really having a business. I mean, we had a fucking PowerPoint right at that point. And we were like, oh, we're going to conquer the world. Looking back at it, was it worth it? Of course. But in the moment and being 33 at the time, my friends were starting families and buying houses. I was like packing my luggage and renting a room in Brooklyn, living with roommates. And a lot of people didn't understand that. And I think this is really partially because of what we just talked about, right? Like there aren't a lot of examples of people doing that. And oftentimes people say, you are taking risks when you have nothing to lose. I had a lot to lose. I had everything to lose. I had to take a risk when I had everything to lose and still wanted enough to be able to take it. And I think that had I been 21, living in my parents' basement, dropping out of college doing this thing, it would be like, yeah, of course, everybody does that. Like, that's great. That's the path. Being 33 doing that, I mean, a lot of people are like, what? <laughs> and I've seen this in my personal relationships with some people that I've been close with that do not understand and are not that close anymore because I've just chosen a different path than they have. Well, I think a good learning or a good thing to point out and I think also for me, I something I've been thinking about, dreams can change. Yes. And I think it's very important to let them also change. What you wanted five years ago or 10 years ago, it might not be what you want anymore. And sometimes I feel like you hang on to a dream because you've had it for so long, but then without reflecting, like, do I want this still? And if you realize that, no, this is not what I want anymore then it's okay to change. It's okay because dreams are not static. They live with you and they evolve as you evolve. Yeah. So not hanging on to something just because or for any external reasons for, you know, it sounds cool or this is what's expected from me or whatever that might be. If it doesn't feel like you anymore or if it doesn't feel like yours anymore, you should let it go or let it evolve. Uh, you talked about how at 33, it felt this big change in your life and you had so much to lose and you had so much at stake. And I feel like when we get older every year, big decisions feel much bigger. But then when we look back two years or one year or even more, it's like, oh, my God, I was so young. <laughs> now, now I'm like, I'm 32 and I, I think about myself at 30. I'm like, oh, my God, I was so young. <laughs> what did I know about life? No, not exactly like that. But you get the point. Yeah. And I feel like it's so important that we follow also our own timeline. That's not super easy when you have all these external expectations or just a norm or anything that you see in public, like in media, on social media and so on. And you're like, oh, my God, my path is so vastly different from everybody else's. And it feels like that in your head, at least. Yeah. It is difficult to then go against the current even if we know that that's where the magic happens. But it's not that easy. I've realized that it's way harder and way scarier to think about making a change than actually making it. When you've made the decision, you're in action. Like when you book that plane ticket, 
or leave that job or start that company, you're already in motion. Now you're already seeing how things play out versus thinking about it. You have a hundred different scenarios and it's scary because you haven't made it, right? It's like you stand at the edge of a cliff and looking down, it's scary. But when you're actually in free fall, you jump, you're there, you're flying, right? And you know that you're okay. And you're not like that you're, you're still okay. alive. Correct, exactly. You know, I think it's really crazy how many people have the thought process of by the time I'm this age, I will X, Y, Z, right? By the time I'm 30, here's what's going to happen. By the time I'm 40, here's what's going to happen. And a lot of those are just arbitrary timelines that you've just made up based on a lot of societal expectations, based on a lot of the media, what you see, what you hear, or maybe friends, family, what everybody else is doing. And it really fucks you up, I think. <laughs> like having that by the time I'm 40, who cares? What if you're 41 when you achieve that or 45 or 35? I mean, who cares? And also, I think that we really underestimate oftentimes how much we can achieve when we put our heads to it. I mean, you don't have to say, hey, I'm going to be this by the time I'm 35. Maybe you do it when you're 32. Who cares, though? I mean, who are you doing this for? Who's going to give you a trophy saying 32 and X, Y, Z? Like, <laughs> what? Why? I totally, totally agree. And I also feel like just in general, the older we get, the better life gets. The better we get. Yeah, the better we get, the better <laughs> life gets. And I really think that our prime years are the years that we're living. For the example, like, moment, right? Yeah, just in a moment. I've always enjoyed the time that I have lived. And looking back, I'm like, oh my God, I enjoyed my 20s. But I would not want to go back. I feel like I'm like so much, I know myself better now. I'm way more confident in myself, in what I want, in my timeline. And I think what gets better with every year is that you have, you just give less fucks. And you just stop caring about what do other people think about me? Or like, can I do this? Or should I do that? And like, blah, blah, blah. I cannot wait to be like in my 50s and have so few fucks to give <laughs> that they're like, <laughs> I'm like keeping dearly on to those. Like, I only have three more and I got like 40 more years to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That is goals. That honestly. is goals. That is goals. <laughs> Cheers to that. Cheers. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everyone, and stay tuned for next week. Big thanks to Ginny Media and Ian for making the podcast happen. We are super excited. Guys, go follow us on social media. We're at Founders at 5 on Instagram, and we'll be back next week. And that is 5 as in F-I-V-E. In case you needed help with spelling. <laughs> Bye. Bye.